you ever wonder what parenting is really like? Do you think that you're the only one that's struggling? Or have you missed out on that amazing hack everyone was talking about? Well, that sounds like you. Grab a seat and get comfy, as you'll be hearing real-life stories from parents that are on the same collective journey, a little thing called parenthood. We'll hear from parents, caregivers, and experts as we fumble through this wonderful path together. I'm your host, Rashida, and welcome to the Parents Connecting Podcast. Hi, everyone. It's Rashida, and welcome to Parents Connecting. Today, it's going to be a little bit of a different episode. When I started this whole podcast journey, I wanted to come up with a name where it would resonate with people. And I am a parent. I've been a parent. I've been a mother for five years. My daughter is going to be five next week, which is just so crazy where the time goes. Um, and so the journey to motherhood, right, began six years ago because you're pregnant for almost a year. And, but be, you know, but being a parent isn't my only identity. Um, it can be a relational point to other people, but what I've come to understand about myself over the last year or so is that You know, in addition to being a mom and a parent, I'm a wife, I'm a daughter, I'm a friend, and I'm me. I'm myself. And I'm discovering more and more who I am and what I want to be. And, um, you know, I I work full time. And this whole journey, it's been so interesting and such a place to explore that provides such creativity, like an outlet for creativity that I never thought um, was important to me, but it is. It gets my juices flowing. It's, um, you know, I love connecting with people. And so that's where the, that's where the name started, but it's not to say that it won't change in the future. So if one day you're hearing an episode in the future and somehow the name and the the artwork uh, changes, you'll know why. And I'll refer back to this episode for that. But I, um, this episode isn't about parenting and it really isn't even about, uh, children. Um, it's about working because that's relevant and, and to me at this point in my, in, you know, at this point in my life. And so I wanted to just share some thoughts. Like I have thoughts and life experiences that I go through that I think are, Um, would help people and to just my mind and so that's what this episode is you get to get a little bit of taste of um, of who I am a little bit of background on myself what I do um, how I got into what I'm doing and ultimately some hopefully little nuggets of um, of uh, encouragement that I think everyone needs from time to time so take a listen and if you like what you hear rate the show follow it you every time you um when you follow a show you'll you'll get updates on when new episodes publish and uh join my facebook group or follow me on instagram these are all new you know instagram is a new is a new platform for myself i'm an old dinosaur who you know used to like facebook and uh 
used it for, for uh, not as much as I think people do nowadays. Um, so it's a work in progress. So um, I appreciate everybody's support and encouragement. It's been fabulous. Um, and I really appreciate the uh, you guys listening. It's been, it's such a wonderful thing to be talking to and with people. And so reach out to me if you have a topic that you want to hear about or you know, share, or if you want to be a guest on the show, I'm always, always um, interested in having a conversation. So, um, like I said, reach out to me and and uh, tag me, like share this podcast with other people so that it grows and um, gets to uh, gets to a greater audience. So listen in. Hi everyone. I just wanted to hop on to give you some thoughts on not necessarily parenting, but working because some of you are working parents. I just wanted to tell you about something that I have learned and really something that's kind of innate in me. I, so I am a finance professional by day, let's say, and I kind of fell into the role just in general, like after college I didn't really know what I wanted to do or be when I grow up. And to some degree, I'm sort of still in that position. Um, I think, I don't know how an 18 year old is supposed to figure out um, what they want to do for the rest of their lives, especially after having learned about the brain um, and learning that your prefrontal cortex doesn't actually fully develop until you are 25 years old. So anything that you're doing, you know, teenage years and all this stuff, it's, you know, you, you don't have a fully formed brain at that point. So, you know, I, I, so I fell into finance, I fell into accounting specifically. I have an undergrad, I have a graduate degree, um, a master's in accounting, and I was working for a public accounting firm for several years and then went on to pivot careers. I never wanted to be an auditor, but it was a way that I thought would, um, be able to get me to travel the world. That was what I was really interested. You know, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to travel and see the world. And um, some of the firms that I had been interviewing with um, had, you know, said that you go to different job sites and different, you know, they'd listed of different countries. And I thought, oh, that's so intriguing. And then just based on, you know, the, I guess the draw, you know, I, I wasn't, I got put on a, on, on a site and a client that wasn't necessarily a travel client. So, um, so I ended up pivoting a few years later and went to go work at a tech firm, still doing the finance side of things, but I was in treasury and learned a whole, but like a whole bunch of new sets of skills. Like I came into a new role, um, and ended up managing, um, investments for the firm. So pension investments, 401k assets, um, you know, we didn't do the, the money managing ourselves, but we did, you know, my job was to um, meet with the fund managers and, and do all that stuff. So very different role, didn't have experience in investments, but um, I really, really love learning. And that's why I love this podcast platform because um, you can learn so much a from just reading about yourself like I do a ton of research because I want to know something and I really want to know the whys I do I go and look up stuff I I scour the web um, and I like talking to people and, and I ultimately like figuring things out and so I left that firm 
um, after I probably was there for about eight years in total, I, I left in the middle to do a stint um, at like a local government job um, that was the COO um, of the of the the retirement like pension fund, and it's so interesting because if you if you've worked at multiple jobs or if you've had different roles the experience that you're gaining in those roles can sometimes seem so irrelevant but when I when I switched into um, this tech firm I, I actually switched so I was an auditor I was public a public accountant so that when anybody says they're in public accounting that just means they're working at one of these larger firms like right Ernst & Young that's where I used to work and I did that for several years. Then I did internal audit, which is more of like you're in the business, inside of a company, learning the processes, all this, et cetera, et cetera. Now, none of those things were ever anything I wanted to do again. Um, but then I had an opportunity to move into something new. And so then I took this treasury role that I was telling you guys about. Did that for a few years, kind of got started getting bored and had an opportunity come up to be the chief operating officer of a retirement fund and I was wow like I didn't think that I had any um chance in getting this role and didn't even didn't even think that I couldn't met all the sort of in like minimum qualifications I was on the younger side um a lot of the candidates that had interviewed were more seasoned than I was at that stage in my life um but I've always interviewed well and, and I think it's, I, I genuinely like talking to people and I think ultimately I really do think that I can figure things out. And so I ended up beating out eight other candidates, um, and took the role. Now that role, <laughs> I ended up there for less than six months because I mean, the director of this organization was a kook. She was really, really Really, I, I feel like she was maybe bipolar or something. That's, I, she was just such a different person depending on who she talked to, and so she made my life a living hell, really. Um, and I was there for you know, like I said, less than six months, and I decided like it was just it. It was I've never been I'd never experienced anything like that, and she had lied. She was lying actively and it was, you know, she was spying on people's emails. It was just, it really was crazy stuff. Um, and I learned about a lot of the stuff after I left, like, you know, as I was leaving. And so I was, it validated my decision for leaving and I did not, I, I didn't have a job lined up. I'm not the kind of person who would just quit without a job, but I did. I was so miserable and it was just so taxing. At that time I was unmarried. Um, my husband was doing a ton of travel. He was probably gone like 250 days out of the year. And the times that we were together, I was just so stressed out that it just wasn't worth it. And he was just like, just quit. We'll figure it out. We will figure it out. And he's always been, he's always had that mindset. Doesn't matter if you're really that miserable, we'll figure it out. And I'm a really practical person. And, you know, we live in a very expensive area of the nation. I'm in the Washington, D.C. area. And we had just purchased a house. We had just purchased a house. And, um, you know, you just, you feel the weight of the world, right? Because it's you know you have to earn you have to earn and you got to pay the mortgage and and all this kind of stuff but I you know there was something that happened I can't remember and it was just like the straw that broke the camel's back and I'm like you know what I'm just gonna quit and so I did and um, I ended up taking a couple of months off 
And I've always encouraged people to take time off in between jobs. If you can afford it and if you can do it, even if you can't afford it, honestly, like a few days or a week or something in between, you're going to be working for the rest of your life in general. That's not to say that that's everybody, but in general, you're going to be working for a really long time. And I have always, always wanted time in between jobs. And this one, it worked out. I took time off in between when I, before, I, before I took the job and ended up taking time off after. Um, and so I left and then I came back, uh, to my prior job. They had wanted me. And then I was doing a whole bunch of new things, a whole bunch of new things. Um, the, the, like the whole team had turned over and I was probably the only one that had any seniority there. And I was starting to, I guess that, that role that I had before, it sort of, it gave me some perspective about a what I could do what I could be you know I I left and it was the best thing I only I only stayed there you know five months or four and a half months something something crazy small but it impacted the way people saw what I was capable of doing and to leave for an executive level role right um, that means something and that sends a message to the outside world and so if you believe in something yourself, people will believe it. If you don't believe it in yourself, nobody will believe it. And so it gave me an instantaneous pay raise. Um, and I wouldn't have done that otherwise. So I'm like, okay, this was a really good, I mean, my life was pretty miserable for a few months, but it was worth it, I think. I learned, I learned, what, I, I learned what I was capable of and I was learned what I was not capable of in terms of dealing with shit that I don't want to do, right? And so when I, when I went, when the old, my old firm called me back, I was in a position to help dictate my own schedule and my own life. And that's what I did. I had moved at that point. I wasn't in the same location and work was going to be further. And this was pre-pandemic. And so it's interesting because I, I kind of had started a working a hybrid type of role even before the pandemic started and it worked for me. And then closer to kind of the end of when I was there, I, ended, I was almost fully remote. Um, so, the, so the pandemic transition was really easy for me. Um, but I digress. So, um, so I went back and I, you know, for me, when somebody gives me a task and says something, I guess maybe that's my audit streak. I don't know. I'm, I've always just, I'm just a really skeptical person. When somebody tells me something, it doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, what? I don't like to take things at face value. And that's going to be really annoying. I, I know that. Um, but it helps me to understand the world a little bit better. And so I, um, I would change things. Like if things didn't make sense to me, I would change them and I wouldn't do it immediately. I would figure out, okay, I would, I would kind of see how things are going. But I remember like when I came on board to one of these roles, there was something that was like, you had to do it every single day and you had to like pull this report. And if you didn't pull a report, then you wouldn't find the numbers. And I'm like, what? Like, what is this? And, I, and it got me so nervous. Cause I'm like, well, what if I want to take a vacation day or something? Like who's going to pull the report? Um, and then I ended up just, you know, eventually I stopped doing it and um, it realized that it wasn't a necessary thing. And so, you know, that can be kind of uh, 
that aspect can be applied, I guess, that aspect can be applied to all things in life, right? Like there are so many things that we do in life that are just so irrelevant, that we think are really important, that we have been told are really, really important and relevant. You must do this, whether it's in your home life, right? Relationships, parenting, whatever it is. You just, you know, you read an article and they're like, you must feed your child X, Y, Z or blah, blah, blah. Well, what? And so, so I, I've always, I've always had this sense of, um, if something doesn't make sense, I have to figure out why. And, and so going back to kind of how I opened the show in terms of a little work thing, from that, from that, you know, job, I, I then ended up leaving and started consulting. And my husband does real estate development and joined a partnership, a very small partnership, just a couple of guys, a few guys. And that was it. That was, that was all. And, and I think there was like one guy that also kind of part-time for them. Um, and they were growing, you know, they were, things were a little bit disorganized from a, you know, whenever you kind of formulate something, you always have to got to get the back office in order. Right. And, um, none of them really finance, finance guys. And so my husband had been asking for a while. He's like, oh, you should come work for my company, you know, work, work for us and blah, blah, blah. And, um, so finally when I decided to leave, um, you know, I was going to try to pivot careers a little bit and I thought, okay, well, this is a good transition. I can consult and then kind of start this start this new new gig I wanted to do and um I did I started and then the pandemic happened and so the other gig that I was gonna was gonna go for ended up just not coming to fruition which I think in the in the long term was actually a good thing and I've still and I'm still here so I ended up staying on top I mean on board full time and there's a lot of things that I have a lot of things that have changed um changed and improved and just you know organize and, and all kinds of stuff and and then uh and then I've hired people and then they've left and then I've had to retake the roles and and so I'm learning constantly and also I'm inundated with a million things and one very small thing I remember was uh my, my prior accountant that used to work for us had said um this is a this is a silly thing because if you're not in finance or if you're this is probably not even relevant. But we have a vendor that we needed to make a payment, and sometimes we end up paying several invoices at the same time. These are large invoices; they're a contractor for us. They build, you know, they help with the construction of buildings. So you know, they're they're pretty big invoices. And uh, when we might consolidate two invoices, but we were sending separate wire payments. Wire payments cost us money. We incur a fee every time we send a wire, and. I, I asked like, why are, why are we sending? Cause I just see the fee part of it. Like, why are we sending multiple wires for, you know, X, Y, Z? And I asked my accountant, I was like, well, no, you know, they, they, they've said that, you know, they have to have them separate. And at that point I was a little bit removed from this particular project. And I said, okay, I'll just accept it. You know, and still it bothered I'm like, why are we, that doesn't make any sense to me. And then I asked the head of development, I said, Hey, like, why is your contractor requesting or requiring us to send them separate wires? He's like, oh, and I said, and I, and I think I had, I was taking over for some temporary thing. And, and um, he's like, that's just the way it is. You know, they, it messes up with their accounting and blah, 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 blah. 
And at that point, there's just all kinds of stuff going on and I'm busy and I was just like, all right, I'll just, I'm not going to rock the boat here. I'll just separate, issue the separate wires. And then today, because now I'm fully overtaking that particular role because um, I'm filling in for just a vacancy that we have. And so when you, when you do that, you're completely inundated, but you also are looking at all of the things that are duplicative work or that are unnecessary. And this was one of them. So I came back to it and I said, what? Like, I'm not going to ask anybody why. I'm not going to, I'm not going to ask internally because, and I, and I, and I'm not going to ask the vendor. Like, if you want to get paid, it shouldn't matter if I get pay you in three tranches or one tranche, right? I'm still paying you the full amount. If I pay you $50, if I gave you two bills, it's the same thing as $100, right? Um, it might require you to go break that $100 bill, right? You might have to have a little bit more effort on your end, but I still gave you a hundred bucks. Um, and so that's what this one was. So this time I decided to just send a note to say, Hey, um, heads up. We're not making three separate wires. We are consolidating these and you will get one large payment. And the response was, okay, that works. I'll let our department know. And so all that meandering story and all that stuff to be said, isn't it interesting what happens when you just say something, when you just put your voice out there, when you just not even ask, but when you like, if there's something that you want to do in life or that doesn't make sense, don't keep doing it. Um, Figure out the why or what makes sense and then go for that. And this was, you know, this is a work example because it just happened and it's relevant to me. And it just made me wonder and think and almost um, reinforce what I've always thought is if you think, if you're questioning something, whether it's something you've read, something that somebody's told your parents have told you how to parent your parent, your kids or something, if there's something you're just wondering why, doesn't mean that there's not a valid reason, right? A lot of the things that my parents have said when I was growing up, I'm like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. But then, you know, look, I mean, there's wisdom there. I get, I get older, I have my own children, and I think, oh, that's why they said X, Y, Z, or that's why they did X, Y, Z, right? It comes into full, the, the picture becomes more clear. But if there's something fundamentally just like doesn't make sense, and you can't figure out why, and, you, and then you have a better way to do something, try it. See where it goes, because that's intuition. And I, I think that in general, my intuition, I squash it down in the past, because my thought was, well, I mean, if I'm thinking, or even if I'm questioning something, right, if I'm asking, like, oh, I mean, nobody else seems to be wondering that or asking that might be a stupid question. Like why, you know, I should just go figure that out. But the reality is it, if there's something in you that says like, oh, this doesn't feel right, then flush it through. Ask, raise your hand because you can go on. Like I could have just continued to do what we can, what we did. And that wouldn't be, it wouldn't be any huge difference, but there'd be more work on my end more fees that we incur, all for just doing the status quo. I am not a believer in status quo. It doesn't work for me. It works for other people. But I think God made people different for a reason. Um, We can't all be the same. We can't all be executives. We can't all be, you know, like, 
I don't think that that's the way the world is meant to be. And so I've never looked down on anybody for being a janitor, for being operations, you know, administrative assistants, because the reality is we need everybody. We need everybody. Imagine a world where there's no janitors, right? You would have dirty, whatever, buildings and this and that. But there are some people that feel so entitled that oh, they, they, never, they never amounted to anything. Oh, they just work at McDonald's or oh, they just work whatever. But who are you to say, like, who are you to say that? Those people that work there are serving somebody. Um, and so, you know, I know these are all tangents, but these are all things that are in my mind that I think are important to say. And I, I, I want to say it. And I think that this platform is amazing because I can put voice to the things that I think about that are important to me and that will help you learn a little bit about me. And so as I bring on guests and as we talk further and as I give you more information about myself and um, tell you a little bit more about my life, it'll give you a sense of just my view of the world. And I'm super excited about that. And so the moral of this episode is really to just take one, like, if you have a question, just ask it. If you have a statement, just say it. And if you want to do something, just do it. Know that the action or the, the consequence might be there, might be not what you're looking for, but don't hold back because you're afraid of what somebody might think. Sometimes we need the outliers and sometimes you might can even improve something. So until next time, happy connecting. <laughs>